everybody, and welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Mackey Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and Dustin joins us as he always does. How are you doing today? Uh, real good, Bryn. How's yourself? Fine, thank you. Hey, you know, there's been a lot of topics uh, thrown out there over the past couple of months about renewable energy, and and people are saying it's a revolution. Where do we want to start with this one today? Well, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know that uh, it, it's, it's a revolution, but that is uh, how the topics have been going. When, when you talk about uh, windmills and, uh, and solar, they've been around a long time, but they're just now starting in the last five years really to, to make some headway into the uh, uh, you know, percentage of world power. I think uh, the last figure I saw around mid-2020 was that wind and solar now account for about 10% of uh, power generation. Um, that's, that's actually doubled. It was about a little under 5% in, in 2015. So there's been a lot of money uh, invested, particularly in, uh, in China, Europe, uh, the U S, um, and, and Canada is, is, as well for that matter. But, um, w- wind has really taken off the, the big wind turbines. Uh, you know, I'm thinking California, I'm thinking Arizona, I'm thinking Denmark, uh, North sea, um, Really, that's been been the the largest percentage has been from from wind, um, and it, and it's an interesting uh, investment category, especially with uh, you know a, a very environmentally uh, focused uh, administration in the White House under Joe Biden. Now, I think they're going to pump uh, a lot of money uh, at this uh, sector. The problem is some of the some of the uh, companies are, are really getting uh, to be a bit overvalued here. So I'm looking uh, looking at some of these companies, but I'd like to see a pullback. Um, I don't know if that will occur. Uh, if there is a pullback, I'll probably uh, th- throw direct some some client money that way. Um, companies like uh, Brookfield Renewables, Transalta Renewables, uh, some companies that uh, you know. People are might not be for, familiar with something like uh, Boralax, Energex, Northline Power. These are all uh, companies that are uh, largely in the the wind um, and and uh, somewhat solar. I'm I'm not as keen on solar, um, but I do like the uh, the wind industry. Um, the 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 uh, financial parameters around renewables have really dropped as they've become more and more prevalent. Uh, you're looking at um, uh, almost price parity on on wind and solar now uh, on, on a price per per megawatt versus uh, you know even nat gas and and coal. So the pro- the problem real problem with renewables is the um, consistency of the power, which is the most other than cost. It's, it's the number one thing in power generation is you need a, a stable source. Right, so if the wind's not blowing and and the sun's not shining, you need to have uh, some sort of a storage system for those uh, renewable um, energy uh, systems. And, and of course, there, there's sorry, go ahead. Well, you, you you touched on coal, but I don't want to distract you from where you're going. C- carry on, and then we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, well, just just speaking, uh, you know, in terms of um, the reliability factor, you're starting to see uh, a lot more hybrid um, cogeneration plants where you might have uh, wind or, or solar, or, or, or even there's some sort of oil technology which uh, which runs uh, boilers off the sun. I've seen there's a huge one in New Mexico. Um, new technology coming out all the time, but um, I think. 
you know, if you're looking into the future, the, the hybrid plants make a lot of sense because you can have a, you know, uh, a natural gas turbine, um, that will kick in if, uh, the, 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 the grid is low. So I think that's really the future of the power. And uh, I think they're finding out in, in Germany, um, they, they're probably the country that's invested the most in renewables worldwide. Um, on a per capita basis, China is definitely uh, the most on a on a gross dollar basis. But Germany has had the problem where they've they've really in in some markets they've put in so much government money into wind and solar that they've pushed prices negative. And of course, you can't have negative power prices or or the power company doesn't make any money. Right. So there has to be a uh, you know a, a, a tipping point there where the companies can still make money. Um, and the, the grid is, uh, you know, su- su- sufficiently supplied. So it's, it's a, it's a problem for renewable, but, um, it, it's definitely here to stay and, and it's going to be a growth area in the next uh, 10 years, I think in, in the investment world. So definitely not, not an area I'm, I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's an area I'm focusing on for clients. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't, uh, haven't pulled the trigger on some of these companies yet. Um, but I'm definitely looking. So it, it you mentioned coal a few moments ago. Uh, yeah, coal I, br- is still- I, I bring that up because if China and India are continuing to produce plants to use coal as their energy source, I, they're leaders in a lot of other ways. And you wonder how much is that going to slow down the revolution of renewable energy? That's That's a question I have. Well, not, that's, uh, you know, s- somewhat of the, <clears throat> the problem in the industry is you've got China and India building on average two coal power plants a, a week. Um, so even though coal has, has dropped as a, a percentage worldwide, it's, it's actually still growing. More coal power plants are being opened than, than being closed. Okay. Um, but the energy needs of the world, you know, with 75 million people uh, a year added to the population, of course, the energy needs, the, the renewables is just keeping up um, with uh, the new power needs. Uh, you, you know, you have all these people in, in Asia yeah, entering the middle class and they're using vast amounts of, of energy, right. you know. So uh, the only way that the companies can keep up is, is to, to keep building these coal plants. And, and coal still going to be around for, you know, another 30, 40, 50 years. It's going to take a long time for the, the build out. Um, and, and by that time, you know, you might have something like nuclear uh, fusion. Uh, you know, if, if somebody can, if they can develop that technology to have, uh, you know, small power plants in your backyard to, to, to power the grid, um, that, that could be a solution. You know, that, that technology is being worked on. We'll see where that goes. Um, but it, it's just an interesting, uh, uh, it's interesting the way the market is developing. And I think, uh, you know, if you, if you took some of the government subsidies away, it, it probably wouldn't develop as quickly, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think governments uh, are, are, you know, focused on reducing um, carbon intensity. And one of the ways to do it is to switch to renewables. Um, even though there's some major problems, you know, with wind turbines, you might've seen on online, some of those pictures of wind turbines being buried in these giant dumps in, in Idaho and Texas. And, uh, yeah, it's a problem. These things are like 300 feet long, these turbines. And when, when they, uh, 
when they exhaust their, their useful life, they need to be cut up in pieces and uh, something needs to be done with them. They're, they're massive. So uh, I, I've actually seen some, uh, some solution. I think it was a, a plant in, in Idaho that is now starting to grind up these, uh, these turbines and, and use them in, in, you know, different renewable sources like road construction and stuff like that. So at, in the end of the day, technology will find innovative solutions. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's definitely going to be a growth area, I think, in the next decade. Hey, listen, thanks for your time. If anybody needs to get a hold of you with more questions about renewables and that kind of thing, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, give me a call, 780-905-7729, or on uh, my email, dlamotang at com. Hey, this is the big thing, too. We love feedback. So if you have any questions on anything you've heard on any of our podcasts, make sure you get a hold of Dustin. And once again, that email address, because somebody was probably racing to grab a pen. dlamontang at com. All right, Dustin, thanks for your time today, and uh, we appreciate you listening. This has been Making Sense. Have yourself a great day. 